Today's episode of the BS Podcast brought to you by State Farm. Just like football, life can be unpredictable. That's why State Farm agents are there to help with over 19,000 agents. A local State Farm agent could be just around the block, whether you talk in person, by phone, or through the app. State Farm is there. Go with the coverage and agents. You can count on State Farm. Talk to an agent today. We're also brought to you by Drinkworks Home Bar by Keurig, like a premium espresso machine, but it makes cocktails instead. Drinkworks Home Bar Pods made with premium spirits, real ingredients, and natural flavors. You know what's really good? The vodka cranberry. Mm. Nice little refreshing. It's an afternoon drink. So you say vodka cranberry. I say cranberry vodka. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I, I guess. You. I guess I like to put the liquor first. Smart. Yeah. Uh, the only way to get this amazing drink maker at a discount, plus free shipping, is to do this. Go to drinkworks.com. Use my code BS at checkout to save $100 off standard website price and get free shipping. Drinkworks.com. My code BS. Remember, please enjoy responsibly. Currently available in California, New York, Florida, Missouri, Pennsylvania, Illinois, with more states available for pre-sale today at drinkworks.com. We're also brought to you by TheRinger.com and The Ringer Podcast Network, where you can find the rewatchables. Godfather Part 2, me, Sean Fantasy, Brian Koppelman, Chris Ryan, the longest rewatchables we've ever done, about probably the best movie of all time. That is up. That is going. We also have a new Book of Basketball podcast coming late Wednesday night that I am very excited about. And by the way, if you have HBO, we premiered on Tuesday night a documentary that I executive produced called Well Groomed, which is about the competitive dog grooming industry. And it is indescribable. So if you didn't catch it when it ran, go on On Demand or go on HBO Go or wherever you get your HBO or watch one of the reruns of one of the things. It's an hour. It's an hour of your life. And you are going to enter a world that you did not know existed. That's I will just leave it at that. It's very interesting to watch the reactions of people who love dogs to this movie. Because some people are just like, I'm out. I hate these people. And other people are like, this is, this is amazing. I can't believe these people exist. It will elicit a reaction from you. I thought it was really good. That's why I wanted to be involved with it. Uh, but you can check that out on HBO. It's called Well Groomed. Uh, coming up, two guys that um, they're up and coming. You might not have heard of them. Adam Sandler and Kevin Garnett. That's right after Pearl Jam. All right. Adam Sandler, Kevin Garnett here. I don't know who I'm more excited to talk about. What do you guys have in common? Basketball. You guys have been spending a lot of time with basketball. Yeah. We love talking hoops. We love talking film. We both share that. Yeah, both, yeah. We're both visionaries. I we're think not. you know more about film than I know about it. basketball, though. No. You're no, pretty I'm, good. I'm a, I'm a fan of it all. So He I knows think. a lot, though. Yeah. KG knows a lot about so what's what, going on. So how did on. he prove this to you? Just uh, we had about, conversation. Yeah, three or four good plane rides together, just, too. You learn a lot being there, yeah. KG. Six hours going and coming. Yes. You know why he knows a lot about movies? Because he's... NBA player, like you're stuck in suites and planes, and it's not like true. you can go out and do stuff. Not even that, but um, you know, black culture is like reciting. You know, a lot of our swag comes from uh, New Jack City or, or Boys in the Hood or Minnesota. Yeah. So those colors, yeah, you know, that, that that swag, that that you know, you're a bop. 
almost like, you know, comes from movies. You know, you being oh, yeah. able to crack jokes, reciting jokes, you know, Billy Madison, you know, real, real movies that we consider it's culture. Big I'm win for you there. I'm being dead that. You know, like that, a lot of that comes from that. So, you know, you, you grow up watching movies. Yeah. When did you feel like you became part of that culture? Uh, what do you mean? Like you were doing well enough as a basketball player that you started to feel like you were involved in everything that else, everything else that was going on. Like you were getting famous enough. Was it like with Steph in Minnesota? No, I, I felt like I was part of the culture probably like 93 when people start to, when I start to see younger kids start to either have the jersey on. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Steph and Chauncey brought the part in the middle. So we all kind of copied that. And then all of a sudden, next thing I know, 95, Wherever I go on this NBA, felt like an NBA tour, which was my rookie year, but every city I would go to, the ball kids would pull me to the side and I'd be in a deep conversation with the ball kids about, uh -huh. you know, just how I got here and what was the workout like and, man, how did you even get here? How did you even know? And I was just answering all these weird questions. Then the next year, AI, Steph, and kind of like my friends, my personal friends, Paul came like two, three years ago. Yeah. Uh, after that, Vince started coming in. Now all of my friends are in the league. Oh, yeah. But I'm starting to see that the wave in which we all are riding in this cultural wave and how we dress and how we talk, do-rags, you know, baggy pants, you know, Jordan, like the whole, the whole, all of it, start to catch up with us to where I start seeing it being copied in the streets and young kids. And yeah, that's when I knew, like, oh, okay, I'm a part of this culture. I remember Iverson's first couple of years, people were like, you know, the white fan base was like, What's this? What's going on? Because What's going to, on with this guy? They, they just was, didn't know what to do with him. It was used to Jordan. They was used to Jordan yeah, being right. polished, and they was used to a, 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 a professional players being professional. And you, uh, you know, right. you heard about Charles missing practice and being drunk and doing all this wild stuff. But yeah. he didn't come in with cornrows. He didn't come in with a swag, thousand chains, Man. hanging out. Like it was just a different. It was a different. I loved group Iverson. Of guys. I couldn't believe oh, it. One of the tough. One of the tough. I'm an all-time Iverson defender. Me too. Because that because like the advanced metrics era, they look at the stats and are like, well, actually, if you look at his stats, it's like, <laughs> no, I was there. You can't. You're not oh, yeah. swaying on Iverson. Most exciting like guy, yeah. When you when you when he did something, when he when he even on defense, when he did when he picked somebody's pocket or whatever, I just I just was always rooting for him too. Phenomenal athlete. The people don't know that he's a freak of nature. Could yes. play yeah. better football player than right. basketball right. player. Right. You know, just heard. too frail and a little smaller, but so he's he, six he, feet? What, what's Iverson? No, he was like five no, ten. Like, yeah, I would say. Five ten has some spring on him. Wow. A lot of people don't know, man. He was a huge football player. That's why he was so tough and just he, when you would hit him, he, he'd tell you, I'm, I'm coming back. Y'all know I'm coming back. I'm gonna man. shoot these two and I'll be back in the next play. What 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 year was it when uh he took one from the Lakers? Oh one. Oh one. That was the only playoff loss. He did, he they had did that, that year. to himself. You're you know, right. on the flip side of that, Randy Moss was supposedly an amazing basketball player. Absolutely. He I was play, on the same I play team with Chocolate. You yeah. play ball with everybody. I played ball with Randy Moss. I mean, I didn't really play. I was running up and down the court. I was so happy when they didn't pass it to me. I was just like, get it to Randy, man. But yeah, he's he's fast. There. He yeah. can jump, and yeah. I don't know how. I, I haven't seen that. That jump shot ain't so, ain't so ah. But he was very, very much versatile, he, very yeah, agile. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, White Chocolate would always say that uh, he was head manned, like kind of throw the ball ahead and put a little air on it. Cause yeah, was, right. Because he would outrun it. Almost like football. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, sure. So we have to put a little air under it. You know, Adam's famous for having basketball <laughs> things at his movies. 
Yeah, yeah. So he can torch like the key grip. I get it. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> kid. You got to be the fat producer. Two eighty and up. I play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look to play. Yeah, uh, weight uh, restriction or something. Yeah. Play. So whoever's oh, okay. too too big to move, I go. Hey, you want to play? I don't play. Come on, come on out here. It's what? you and Clooney. Clooney was the other one who did that. I don't think he plays anymore because he's hurt. Yeah, but Clooney was hurt. another one who was always Clooney's doing. Hurt? What's wrong with him? I think he, he hurt his he, back. He hurt his back. But yeah. he was another one who every set there was like some half court yeah. set built. Right, exactly. I did that. But I swear to you, the only reason I do that is I got to move. When you're shooting a movie, you get so tired mm. all day long. You got to exercise. I hate at, at most exercise. Basketball is the only one I have fun with. So right. I get. Two on twos, three on threes every day. I didn't, didn't w w in our movie. We we didn't have time to. This no. was a low budget. Right. We didn't have time. You had a diamond no. district most of the time. Exactly. There was no way to mm -hmm. play. We but had a we, hoop up. We, we had a hoop and yeah. it served this purpose. It was cool. Yeah. Shooting around. You've been quietly. How many sports movies for you? Like five? Yeah, a lot. I Just get grown excited. up. Not counting grown ups, even though it has a pivotal That's basketball. That's a little basketball. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> pivotal. But, it's yeah. tough one for Chris Rock. A lot of editing to move around. We got Chris there. Yeah. Chris, he was like the glue guy of the team, but not not really bringing a lot. <laughs> he he said some picks. Gave us the jokes. Gave us the jokes. Who was the most underrated one, though? Who can actually play? Let yeah. me tell you, the only guy, he's not the best basketball player but kevin james is mm. the best fighter of all of us he could really uh, i was gonna say he's yeah. kind of athletic he's, he's really? an athlete he's yeah. a great football player oh uh, i can see that though. And, and he fights he does the uh, he trains for mma he's really? so tough it's crazy really i'm not kidding you he's ridiculously tough Holy and benches sure. and he's he's constantly working out he's an he's a nut they always said farley was like secretly a good Same athlete thing. too right mm. great football Super player coordinator. could play hoop could do it all. Farley, amazing football player. Fast. Mm, I could see that. One time me and Farley got at, went at it a little bit, got a little hostile with each other, and he grabbed me kind of hard, picked me up in a funny way, but he, like, all my body kind of cracked, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, you were losing kill me. Oh, wow. He could kill me. I didn't know. I thought in my head, I was like, maybe if it went to it, maybe I'd have a shot at it. I was like, oh, no, no. That's... He showed it to you, right? Yeah, he let me know. So yeah. did you feel any parallels? Your movie career starts in 95. Yeah. And his NBA career starts in 95. Are you serious? Whoa. We've been doing it together, KG. And then that's it. It's like Holy you were you were on these parallel wow. these yeah. parallel yeah. courses. And then finally, boom. Holy it's, smell. It had to happen. Oh, what, yeah. was, what was your reaction when you found out KG was going to be in the movie? Because oh, mine was, what the fuck is going on? KG's going to be in a movie? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure that's what KG felt too. I, I don't know if I was excited. I knew it was cool. I knew the fact that it was... Uh, the movie was set in 2012. That automatically felt right. kind of neat. Right. Like, wow, that's a, an odd year to pick to go to. And then the fact that I knew I would see KG on television go, KG still looks like the, the guy who's still playing ball, still looks good. Yeah, you're like the Angela Bassett of, of <laughs> retired NBA players. You know what? I take care of myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he you does. Know, you someone, look exactly the same. Listen, it, it, when someone says it's what you put into it, it's very much so. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily drink, and I don't really tarnish my body. I don't think that um, you know you go throughout these years and you know and, and do things the right way, and then all of a sudden you retire, you start doing them left. Like, no, I'm in a routine. I like to stay in that, and I try every to work day, out every day. You get it done. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday. I gotcha. Monday through Friday. I actually. I have my little regiment, uh, you know. The thing is, I can't really, like, I like to actually sprint. I like to do sprints and what I call uh -huh. a truck out. And the legs, like, no, we can't, we can't pump out like we used to. But All right, gotcha. I found ways to be able to, you know, mimic it, but it's it's not like the same. But yeah, I have a lot of friends with the Celtics when they got KG. Yeah, 
they were just like, this guy is absolutely a maniac with, with work and every out, single shootout it. practice he has yeah. to win. He's super oh, intense. That's good. And it's super like, it was like the year before, I think we were like 20 and 62 or that's something. That's when he was putting the bags over their head. Yeah. We're trying that. to, trying to Remember tank that. for the yeah. uh, Kevin Durant right. lottery, which right. we end up getting the fifth pick. Uh-huh. And then it ends up getting traded and then he right shows out. up right. and then the culture shifts. But it was like just oh, day yeah. after day of like, yeah. this guy's, just wanted to get it all he wants to do. So how do you channel that now, now that you're retired? You don't necessarily channel it down. I think you take that energy and you put it into other things. You know, being honest. Not, like not backgammon? Saying, not saying that you <laughs> yeah, something like that, right? Um, but you put it into, I'll be honest, it's very challenging. You don't you don't really find anything that's close to what you're, what you're leaving. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can't simulate a game without right nine other players, and right. then, you know. So I don't necessarily go to gyms and play with like subpar people just because I want to play basketball. Right. Um, for for a time, I was training some of the younger guys in the league, and then I when you train them, that. do you run with them? And and um, not so not all of the running, but <clears throat> these these days, a lot of the kids have been um, curated to not. Like when when I came into the league, you had to do like a maybe a sixty, maybe sixty five, seventy minute workout by yourself. You do it with a coach, and free throws are in here. Uh-huh. Today's workouts like twenty to fifteen minutes. Why, guys why, can't focus. Why, why guys are they allowed to do that? Guys this can't focus, great. and and guys can't push through nothing. So when they get to a point where it starts to hurt, or they get to a point, they let go. And you know when you work out and you're doing something for sixty minutes, think about what you. If you're doing something, for, let's say 45 minutes, okay, uh-huh. just, just by yourself. Usually, if you and I are doing the workout, you get a chance to go. I get a chance to go. You get a chance to go. I get a chance to go. Right. You're doing it by yourself. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah, Next trip, right. free throws. I'm going. That's I'm, right. The part of that is to build up your endurance to where you get to the fourth quarter. You like God. Whew. Yeah. It's like you gather mentally a second win, and you push through that. You know, you can't teach that doing that in 20 minutes, intervals, 15 minutes with, with free throws. Yeah, that's It was right. hard for me to be able to mimic that. Um, Giannis, I got to work with him for a couple of years. He ha- he has it, right? He has an old school mentality of, yeah. of, of really wanting to push through. But, you mm-hmm. know, again, you have this nuances lead with they want to do uh, low management. And when low management is in the in the equation, everything is else. You can't do anything. It's like, nah, you gotta come back tomorrow, we'll do that. And then he's you can only do him you can only do that for ten minutes and then we have to so all of that. Who's came coming up with those rules? Well the NBA is just figuring this. If we're not if we're not putting you through the physical because now we can't hand check and all this all the physical aspect yeah. of the game has kind of eluded itself to the size. It's, uh-huh. a, it's a physical aspect there, but not as impactful. Like, I can't come up and hit you and slow you down. Right. And LeBron coming at you, and you try to brace it, and you try to hit him. Y'all hit like this, and they ain't going to call nothing. No, not anymore. It's freedom of movement. People want to see the score be high. People want to come to the game and see, right. like, an all-star game. Right, and that's right. and you start to see all the physicality leading game. KG's out on the new generation. That, <laughs> that, was, my, that was my cliff notes of that. Well, I'll be this. You have to adjust. Um, things that we did as kids, our kids are probably not doing, right? Mm-hmm. Real talk. Like, you have to appreciate the 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and oh, then, yeah. you know, you, you have to adjust to what this new generation is. You can't sit up and talk about, oh, man, y'all, y'all soft. And I saw it. It's playing a whole different way because the yeah. rules 
are set up for them to play that way. So we have to all make that adjustment. I think Giannis has it. LeBron, I've been amazed by, what is it, oh. year 17 or oh, 18, man. and he's as physically dominant as he's ever been. How about that, going so hard? Giannis, too, when I when I, I saw um, Milwaukee play the Knicks last year, mm. and mm. I was— uh, I went to that game. You were there in yeah, New York yeah. at Christmas. He was Christmas. awesome. Just driving to the hole, full steam ahead, like so many times in a row, and it's intimidating, to, I'm sure, to be out there, and you're like, do I take this— but how about he he doesn't get hurt? Keeps, keeps landing right, doesn't nah. gets up. But, but when you see he's, him work out, he's he, work, freak. he he's a freak of nature yeah. in the sense of his first uh superpower, as I all say, his superpower is to make you quit. He wants to dominate you to the point where he wants to step on you. Like that's his uh -huh. mentality. That's an old school mentality. A lot of these new new kids, they know each other, they dap, they hug. Uh -huh. You know, you can see the swing through move. They, I hate don't, it. they don't react to the swing through. Like, you you know, you react. When someone swings through and goes for the uh -huh. right hook, uh -huh. you react to that. I see some kids watch the move and uh -huh. it just don't look like it's the swing. Or like, when you really going at it, you, oh man, look, they they, they going at it. And then the right. referees are watching you. They're uh -huh. not even watching it. They ain't watching uh -huh. the matchup. It's none of that. Uh -huh. It's none of that. Let's take a break to talk about CVS Health. As a predictor of health, did you know that a person's zip code may matter just as much as their genetic code? That's why CVS Health knows it's important to bring health into neighborhoods. I mean, you see this all the time. I go to high school high school games and, and club soccer games. Players get hurt. They cart them off. You need to get help right away. You just never know. If there was a minute clinic, that would be helpful. Half of all Americans, more than half of all Americans, now live within 10 minutes of a minute clinic at CVS. And guess what else? CVS Health is also bringing health into homes. Home care managers and trained nurses who administer IV treatments in patients' living rooms. And now at select locations, they're also rolling out CVS Health Hubs with professional care teams for clinic services and testing, prescriptions, and health products under one roof in one trip on your schedule. With these innovations and more, CVS Health has learned something important. When you put people at the heart of health, People take health to heart. CVS Health, where health is everything, not all services available in all states. And since we're here, let's talk about Simply Safe really quickly. My choice for home security, comprehensive, professional home security, fair price. Right now is the best time of year to get a Simply Safe security system. My listeners get a free security camera plus a huge discount on your security system. Protects every room, door, and window, 24 7 professional monitoring. A smart lock and video doorbell defend your front door from porch pirates. God, I hate porch pirates. Inside, an arsenal of sensors and cameras cover every inch of your home. If there's a break-in, they can give real-time video confirmation to police as it happens. Police can respond up to three and a half times faster if they have that. Plus, Simply Safe makes it easy on you. No contract, hidden fees, or fine print. Prices start at $15 a month. SimplySafe.com slash BS. That gets you a free camera plus Simply Safe's holiday savings offers for a limited time only. It's ending soon. Simply Safe with two eyes, simplysafe.com slash BS. Back to KG and Adam. I saw I was watching a game last night. It was a close game, ended, and then they're cutting everybody saying goodbye, and three guys are exchanging jerseys and posing for pictures. Right, right. Yeah, that, that's, KG, that's KG, KG wouldn't no, sign up for that. that. Not even that, but <laughs> when I got to Boston, we decided that we was going to we, our, our culture was going to be this. We were going to be the season. Ubuntu. We was going to, Ubuntu. 
Absolutely. And this started you know about with our, that? and this started with our coach. Explain explain it Buntu. Uh, Buntu is a child, uh, uh, African proverb and it's basically uh started uh in African villages and as you know some of these villages would have less than. But if you had food, if you had blankets and then right. I had something, and I brought it and we right. all shared that, right. then it would bring all of us together. But right. we all had something. Look, right. Adam had the blanket. We yeah. under the blanket. Yeah. We all brought the food. Now we're eating out the food. I got the silverware. And then and, and it became like this community thing. So in Butu meant I can't be as 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 good as I can be unless I help the man to the left or the right of me be yeah. the best man he could be. So in that we went to dinner, we adopted it, and it was an everyday lifestyle. Yeah, so that, you know, if you had something and I didn't have one, hey, yeah. here, you have this, or we'll share this. That's great. Um, you didn't have something, and it made everybody kind of give themselves. Yeah. And it, and it kind of got you to come out of your your persona of Bill Simmons or a Sandman or Kevin Garnett. No, right. I'm going to give myself to the team. So, yeah, you know, yeah, you, you might got... have six tonight, and Ray Allen has 50. Well, yeah. It's his night. But that's Next why. Next night. It might be me that has 50. But even when you talk about that that your squad, you always talk about everybody on the team. Absolutely. That's how you, you Absolutely. are. The defining game was, was all together. Posey and House in game four leading the comeback. That was like the seventh and eighth yeah. men. Wow. You need eight guys to win a title. Nine Everyone guys. forgets this every you year. You need nine guys. With well, nine, ideally, nine. but you can do it with eight. No, you can't. You need you nine. Need, you have to minimum you, nine. Because I say you what, you what people don't take into account is injuries. And if out of that eight, one gets hurt, mm -hmm. somebody has to come in and pick that not that eighth guy up. And it's usually that ninth guy who's sitting there waiting and he's sitting there. The yeah. Sam Cassell, the PJ Brown, he's yeah. sitting there who's who's man, if I get my chance, like stuff like this. That's what we didn't have in 2010. Because no. Perk gets hurt in game six. We, gave we off, were we two guys short. Listen, right. We was demised when we gave up Posey and then signed T.A. Um, Eddie House left. Man, like, T.A. was cool out there. Listen, it, that was all grit. Perkins, myself, yeah. and, and T.A. was considered the grit of whoever in the post on the on the perimeter. Then we had scores. You know, Rondo was kind of like a, a half-tweener guy because he could play defense and he, you know, he could distribute the ball, but he had a little offense to him. Eddie House came in and gave him kind of like a, a good mirroring because he had a nice three-point shot, so they kind of yeah. uh, balanced each Irrational other out. confidence guy, Eddie House. Uh -huh. You got to have one of those guys on the Absolutely. title team. He but, thinks he's the best guy on the court. And <laughs> as, we did, yeah. as we all did, as we all did, our practices was unbelievable. And but, I loved it because Doc Rivers, his, his attitude and his persona, his personality took on our team. And right. that's who we yeah. were. But we, then were in, we were like our The coach. 09 team, I thought was better. And then bow you get your head. Hurt, get no. hurt in Utah. Bow your head. Right. <laughs> Tell Bill about Man, listen, head, Doc man. Rivers would always say some of the most. <laughs> oh, man, I can't. I don't even want to. Right. Um, you can't say it. Right. No, no, no. I'm a, public I, I, I'll clean it up. But he used to say some of the don't most riveting, like, just, <laughs> just stuff just to make you go through a wall. And then at the end of it, he would always say, Bow your head, and then you know <laughs> to say your own prayers because you know we was all of different denominations. But he was like, "Hey, if we go out here and we and we don't beat this team by thirty tonight. We sure won't this win." Bow your head. <laughs> well, he was like, you know, he would say something a little more forceful, and we'd be like, and just had just had us. It was in our eyes, like we was going through a wall for him. Can we talk about the game seven game plan against Kobe in two thousand ten? Really, we quickly? cannot. We cannot. No, just for one second. <laughs> we cannot. The game plan We're is here for uncut he gems. wants to be a hero. <laughs> we don't. We don't want to hear. He wants to be a hero. Bill. We don't want to talk about. We're gonna that. double team him. So He's you sound shoot like the anyway. Southies now. You sound like Josh and Bill. 
Ben, Benny. Ben, Benny, yeah. They, 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 they want to talk Knicks. They, hey, did Amari have time? He had time. They, they don't want to let <laughs> the this Knicks go. The Knicks didn't do anything. They don't they wanna, I, I tried to tell them Here's this. a legitimate question. I know, I get it. This is, it's a good question. How, how do you use Kobe Bryant's ego against him in a game seven? It's by saying he's going to want to shoot. Mm-hmm. We're going to double team him. He's still going to want to shoot. Mm-hmm. And then he's like three for 20 at one point. We have him. Mm-hmm. And then he, fi- he figures out what's going on. No. Starts spreading it out. Phil finally was going to knock his ass out and told him, share the ball or we're going to lose. Uh-huh. And right as he going into his mix and we sitting there, he looking at all five of us. Tip, tip, tip. Ron our tip. Meta, oh, hit the, hit the wow. three. And that's what, that's what did it. He's Meta, li- when he he's started to share up. the ball, he starts sharing the ball, they start. They start. He's like lining LeBron up to now take- with Sharon. LeBron likes to share, huh? Yeah. He's trying to go for the assist title. Think yeah. so? And he's trying to share. Ron Artest is about to take the three. I was there. All the fans are going, no! Right. They don't want him to take it. Bang. That yeah. loss haunts me. Then they jump on his bandwagon. Oh, I love you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he's a tough. LA. He's a tough bastard. Class in LA. No, we have one more basketball thing, and then we're talking about cut chimps. 2012. <laughs> yes. The famous season that's yeah. commemorated in this movie. Yes. Derrick Rose gets hurt. Wow. Philly, Boston, all of a sudden seems like, oh, whoever gets mm. out of this. Mm. Miami, who knows? Miami hasn't won the title yet. So let's get through Philly. Rondo's making threes, which you maybe in the deleted scenes of the movie, maybe a five-minute documentary about what the fuck was going on with Rondo in that game. Because he made like <laughs> he made like three or four threes. Well, he was getting Never better. made threes. Well, he was getting better. But those were clutch major threes. He was getting better. Going to the Miami series, 2-2 at Miami game five. Right. Celts win in Miami. And they're talking all kinds of shit to LeBron. Uh-huh. All kinds of shit that whole game. Correct or incorrect? Uh, You're trying to get in his head. You feel like you can break LeBron at this point. Uh, we broke LeBron. In game five. So get your ass out of here with that. Right? <laughs> you understand how you got the Cleveland, how you got the Miami bill? You remember That's that? true. You broke okay, him into so that. Remember that all right? Fair so enough. Stop bringing that up. All right? Fair enough. So they was talking shit to him. Okay. The media and the league knew that they had an agenda in which we weren't part of the agenda. You understand? Right. And that's how they end up winning that series. Yeah, I said it. Do you think you pushed LeBron too far in game five? Because game six, he's unbelievable. You think you gave him the eye of the tiger? Pushed him too far? (laughs) Nothing? Man, listen, let me say something to you. The C's, we didn't give a fuck about LeBron. We didn't fear LeBron, and we didn't think that he can beat all five of us. And that's how it felt. He wasn't trying to consolidate. He was trying to consolidate because he didn't want the pressure on him. You understand? See, now we're getting somewhere. See see what you did? Uh, I'm still mad about it. I feel like we could have beaten them. I'm sure. But we weren't part of the agenda. Yeah. The agenda was Miami. He wasn't going to Miami to be like Cleveland. Right. You know what I'm saying? Wade did break Rondo's elbow tried and to. didn't even get he suspended. He tried to. He tried to. Oh. Remember he had the big Listen, listen bro. Yeah, listen, yeah, that's yeah. sensitive to all of us. That's Listen, a lot of people think that it's sports. If you had D-Wade, Chris Bosh, and LeBron over in this corner, and you mm-hmm. had me, T.A., I'm just making these names up, maybe yeah. Paul and yeah. Rondo right here. Yeah. It'll be, the, it'll be a what's up, and it'll be cool and respect, but it won't be any, like, fraternizing. It ain't going to really? be like, yo, I'm the family. It won't be none oh, of wow. that. No, it's real. We that's, do. They don't fuck with us. Forever, huh? we don't fuck with them. But it's cool though. It's it's yeah. a mutual understanding in I which love this. we have respect for each other. But it won't be like when I did the interview with D Wade. That was me having to interview D Wade. But part of me, you know that that he knows and, and and he knows. And we talked about that off camera, and it was an understanding. But everybody knows that that's in there. We go to All Star games. They on that side. We right here. Wow. 
Yeah. It was yeah. real. I out of the current guys, I feel like Patrick Beverly is one of the only ones trying to keep that alive. Man, is he? Uh, he can because there was a whole thing in summer league in Vegas when he saw those guys. He saw like I think it was LeBron and Davis, and was like very kind of like this. Like Pat yeah, holds it, going, it different. Man? You know when you when listen, I told y'all, man. When we when you go out and you see a team together and you see seven, eight, nine guys from one team together. You look at like what the and that's how that's how we that's how we travel. And then yeah. all of a sudden nine turned into thirteen and thirteen. It was our whole team. We had Scott Pollard and uh, Scalabrini with us. Scalabrini getting yeah. dinner, going here. Like we was we was a family. I ain't gonna say gang, but we carried it like that. We were seized over everything. That's at that's all points when yeah, you're all together, yeah, straight yeah. up. And you, we kind of had this on 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 this movie. We we kind of. But all you're up. famously like this as an actor, yes, though. Yes, yes, you're, yes. You're like the I KG. Got the fam. You love to have your real, people. Real. I like to have my my right. my guys around. Makes me more comfortable. And, and when confident. you're around Adam, he he brings everybody together. The, the, like you joked about the boom guy, two eighty five, want to play one. He He's has everybody up. in here, like feeling like. I tell yes, you, we yes. had everybody out there shooting that one day. Everybody. Yes, we had yes, Julia. Yes. Julia's out there shooting. I didn't know she had a shot. We was yeah, out, that, that was a great day, nice. man. She had a shot? Yeah. Uh, like an athletic she's gonna, she's gonna She's fine. be yo. a big winner for yeah, this she, movie. She, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. she was yeah, unbelievable. She, she's going to have a long career. Can you she's, believe that's the first time? Cool. I can believe it. Every, everybody believe in it. I didn't know who it was. I thought right. I was in the theater. Like, do I, I don't know who this is. And then mm -hmm. right after I'm Googling, I'm like, I don't. I know almost everybody. The Safdies. Find out just by talking to someone if it's going to work or not. They just know they have some great intuition. And, and when they talk to Kevin, they talk to Kevin like for the first time, it's supposed to be like a five minute conversation, mm -hmm. right? And they Still talk for hours. hours yeah. How, much, how much of that was about Amari? Like an hour and a half? No, it's just about, you know what? It's about <laughs> like this. Like they had stuff preloaded that they just needed to get off and just say. And I was like, okay, go ahead. Get <laughs> they it like out, little kids. No bull. So no bull. But they're real. Like you're a diehard Celtic. They are diehard Nick yeah. fans, yeah. like yeah. to the core. Like they yeah, don't care. They are amazing. Like, they still like think that. it was enough time for Amari. To, I was like, would you let this go? Like, nah, he had enough time. Didn't he? <laughs> to this day, like, yeah, I'm sorry. Do you think you have a you have a chance to get nominated for this? It seems like they're pushing for it. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I think I think there's a really. It good would be chance. very lucky. It, it's like there's so many. The problem, the problem is, it's a rough year. It's everybody's great, man. Yeah. Everybody's great. Every movie I've seen this year, I'm like, geez, man. Mm. I, I saw just honestly like ten movies that I mm. went. This guy's incredible. This guy's mm. incredible. This guy's incredible. So it becomes kind of silly. Like I hear about it a lot. People say, uh, talk about it's. I've never been talked about like this. I guess I'll just win off of just being talked about like that. I can't, can't see it happening though. And now it's time for the State Farm Safe Bet Game of the Week. I'm not doing player. I'm not doing team. I'm doing a game of the week. Just like football, life can be unpredictable. That's why State Farm agents are there to help. With over 19,000 agents, a local State Farm agent could be just around the corner whether you talk in person by phone or through the app. Guess is there. State Farm. Go with the one with coverage and agents you can count on. Here's what I'm counting on. Don't listen to this, Kyle. The Pats Bills over under on Saturday. It's 38 points. I'm just going to walk you through this. Um, the Patriots can't really move the ball against a good defense anymore. There was an alarming stat this week uh, I saw on the Twitter, as the kids call it, from Shield Capadia of The Athletic. He said, Tom Brady, last five weeks, among the 29 quarterbacks who have thrown at least 100 passes, completion percentage, he's 29th. Yards per attempt, he's 29th. Net yards per pass play. He's 29th. 
again, this is out of 29 quarterbacks. Now you have the Bills who have an awesome defense who, as you saw last week against Pittsburgh, if somebody's offense isn't that good, they're like a cobra. They can constrict on it. I think it's going to be really hard for the Patriots to score in this game. But you know who else is going to have trouble scoring? The Bills of Buffalo. Because their offense isn't good either. And you saw in Pittsburgh, Josh Allen could barely get it going, finally made one or two plays to get enough points to pull it out. The Patriots defense, it's not the historically life-changing defense that we thought it might be the first six weeks, but it's still really, really good. It might be the best defense in the league. It's in the top three. They're definitely in the best secondary. It's going to be cold. Uh, I think the Bills are going to have trouble moving the ball. They're, they're going to have trouble running the ball. 38 points. I, I would be shocked if these teams got to 30. So that's going to be my State Farm safe bet of the week. Not a player, not a coach, not a team. It's this. Don't expect a lot of points, excitement, highlights, anything in this Pats-Bills game. You know you can expect? Punts. And more punts. And a couple more punts after that. State Farm. Talk to an agent today. What made you want to do this movie? Um, I get excited to do something different. And yeah. then when I saw these guys, I saw their other, other movies like you. You know, I saw I saw a good time. I saw the Lenny Cook. I mm -hmm. saw um, you know, the Daddy Long Legs. I think I saw all their movies. I was like, how do they do that? Yeah. I don't know how to make a movie like that. I wouldn't know how to put right. shots together like that and make you so tense. And I saw everybody in it was fresh. Mm. Their acting was fresh. And I was like, so when I decided to do it with the guys and got to know them, I kept saying, don't let me uh, inf influence any of my thoughts with you uh, out of my nerves. You know, calm me down, but don't let let it change the way you think because mm. I, I, I don't know how you do what you're doing. I just want to be in one of your movies and, and think like you guys. The style that they're able to create, and they did it in a good time too. Yeah. It's like this kind of harrowing, like you're in your seat and you're nervous, even though you're oh, just man. sitting in a movie theater and you're like, <sighs> everybody <sighs> says that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like having too yeah. much coffee or something right. like, oh yeah. shit, I had too much coffee. Is, people yeah. say this gave them so much anxiety. Yeah. yeah. People would, like it was nerve. It was yeah. like, and then, you're right. This, but like, I got the big call yesterday. I got a call from, and I'm friends with him, but I got a call. I was at Macy's after we did some stuff. I wanted to pick my daughter up at school, but I wanted to get hooping before. And across from my kid's school is a good court, but I didn't have any clothes. So I went, oh, man, I don't have any sneakers. I went to Macy's. I'm getting buying sneakers, shorts. Do you got a double X? They're like, oh, we only have X. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to be in a bad mood because I need double X shorts. But anyways, I'm getting my sneakers. And then I look down at my phone, and it's Daniel Day-Lewis. I'm at Macy's at the cash register. I'm like, oh man, Daniel Day saw the movie, man. So I pick up, hello. He's like, and he starts love talking about grabbing the seat in front of him. He's like, I couldn't let go to the seat in front of me, and blah, and just saying how much mm, he dug the movie, he dug real, you, he dug dope. the guys. But it was the best call ever. Well, I said, Danny, you know this is gonna make Danny. You call, yeah, I call on him a Danny, Danny boy. name basis. I go, me, I know Danny a long time, so I get to call him Danny. It's a good feeling every time it comes out of my mouth. I go, Danny, and I feel I'm like I said it. I called him Danny, but he gave me the the compliments, well, and it was the up. best. That's man. what's up. Well, he's. Irish guy. I mean, of course he yes. should be called Danny. Danny boy. I call him Danny boy. He is the coolest dude. Who who are other people, famous actors who are secretly way cooler than somebody like me mm. would know? Because that, that, that one, that one you, that's somebody I never would have thought question. would have been a cool guy. But I'm now telling it makes sense. you, hanging out with Danny, Danny Day, Danny boy, <laughs> eating 
eating with him. Every bite of his food is like a succulent, calm, cool. And then he says something, and I'm like a little baby just watching. I'm like, okay, he's talking to me again. Okay, and then we're laughing. I'm like, I think Danny's laughing at what I said. What a wonderful feeling. Anyways. Did he really retire? I don't know. I don't get into that with him. I guess he did, though. Said he did. Wow. No, he doesn't want to make any more movies. Really? Guy's, guy's the best. He did enough. I get it. What else is he going to do? He'll be back. Maybe I he'll be so. back. I Actors so. aren't like who players. Who players when it's time, it's Man, time. Man, you guys don't ever shoot the ball again when you stop. You know me what? neither. I, I stopped too. You, you know what it is? It's that you have time to actually do other things. You know, mm -hmm. for, for so long before you get to the pros, basketball is a great diversion from your real life. You can grab a ball, stress with a girlfriend, have problems at home, don't want to go home, whatever it is. Basketball would be kind of that therapy to grab your ball and just disappear, right? Right. When it becomes your job and you get into a, a mindset of being professional, being prepared, being ready, and all these other things that go into it, it changes. It changes not necessarily the love because you still do it because you love it, but you gotta you gotta pay attention to these things that are on here that you gotta actually set as primary. You right. Know, you can't right. just you know you can't sleep. I grab the ball, go out. You know, and, and you can't, it, it just changes all of those all of those elements for so sure. that when you actually get your free time because you don't have a, a lot of time to do things you want. Now, when you retire. Your first ideal is to try things that you would like or passionate or other passions and chasing those passions. You can always. Can you ever be as passionate about something else that you were about uh, basketball? Yes, but not as good because you haven't put those time in. Like I can sit and watch soccer all day and feel passionate, be jumping up and down on right. and be. But we went out and played soccer. You'd be like, "What the hell are you doing? And what is that?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I, I can actually say I can I can sit here and say that I, I have passion for watching it and, and wanting to play, but I'm damn it no good at all. Like, I talked to Steve Kerr about this once. He said the thing that he missed the most was. The locker room, the guys, and the guys, and just being part of something. That's and then that's, that was the part he had. The that's the same thing with making a movie. Yeah. Same thing with making a movie. You get close. Super it's, close. it's four. It's uh, say it's a forty day shoot. Mm. I swear to God, when you're on day thirty six, yeah. you start seeing everybody going. This is gonna end. I'm not gonna be around this. It's and like then, almost whoa. being in college or something. Yeah, it's yeah. the best. Whoa. It's the best. And then. Like I am doing right now, I'm calling my guys up going, what are we doing next, man? I got to get the hell out there again. I like working. It's right. fun. I like clicking right. with the, with right. a team and being Same. there. and yeah. Sitting in your house, I like being with my family. I love that. But I do, my head spins about, oh, I think I'm supposed to be working right now. I don't know what right. the hell I'm doing right now. I I'm got, sure like the Saturday Live experience probably that planted it. that seed, right? Yeah. Because you're with all sure. your dudes for four years. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's best friends. That's, that's. Like you said, walking around together That's as a group. Yeah. We're going out. We went to, out to dinner. Mm. Yeah, if someone else killed on the show, you're like, yeah, we had a good show. The right. show's rocking. It wasn't just like I gotta kill. Right, yeah, right. I need my time. We were all kind of like loving each other. And uh, shit, I do miss that the most. The dinners, right. the Tuesday night dinners, the Wednesday night dinners, just fucking being being the guys, being being a team. But, you're talking about excellence, and they, so Barkley and. Uh, and Shaq kind of went in on Embiid last week. She and it was a really to. interesting moment because they were right. Needed they were to. like, if you want to be great, needed you to. have to be great all the time. And the stuff KG was talking needed about before, to. Giannis wants to be great. 
Yeah. If you see Giannis and you're a fan in Atlanta or Charlotte or Dallas yeah. or Phoenix, wherever you're going to see him, yeah. he's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. You saw KG in his prime. Yeah. Guess what? He was doing 25 and 12. Uh-huh. And he was going to yeah. be playing as hard or harder than everybody else in the court. Right. And Embiid's not there yet. And those guys, well, what I is thought that, that was a really genuine or, moment. Uh, He's just not ready for nah, it yet. It's not even that. I heard him say this himself. You can go back and, and you can go back and see this. He's so worried about being as fresh as he can be during the playoffs. Right. Listen, 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 man. Let me say something. Tonight when we go to this game, mm-hmm. the starting five, the starting mm-hmm. five, mm-hmm. the 10 players that are on the court, mm-hmm. along with the four guys that's going to come off the bench and the other mm-hmm. four guys, everybody's hurt. Mm-hmm. It might be his elbow, his toe, somebody, somebody's hurt. Mm-hmm. You don't have knee braces on for nothing. You don't have an ankle brace and an elbow brad for nothing. So... Being fresh is out of the box. First off, right, you play right. 82 games. Let's, let's right. back it up. Yeah. 10 season, season open game preseasons that don't even count. All right. Those are the warm you up for the night in, night outs to get your rhythm, to get your rhythm, right? Yeah. Then you play 82 games. This is what the, the prideful part of my generation and what we took on. You had to be a special person to go through 10 preseason games, yeah. 82 games, and then playoffs, and then yeah. you bring right. it? Right, yeah. You're special. Yeah. You know why? Mentally, you know how to push through. Yeah. Your heart, excuse my French, ladies, your balls. Yeah. You know what kind of confidence I'm, I'm talking this shit in here? I got 13, 14 other niggas looking at me, and I'm in here like, hey, look, we're going to go out here and kill these niggas. <laughs> KG, it's, it's game 110. So what? Yeah. Grip up, nigga. Fall in. If you need, the, <laughs> if you need help, say it. So I'm just like, yeah. And that was our curation. Yeah. If I ain't got it, truth for him saying the same thing. Here come Ray. Here come dope. Here come and we, and, and we riding off that. Huh. This Not, is why the Boston fans love this. Listen, bro. Yeah, yeah. You man. don't you don't get a pass by taking a shortcut. Right. Can't fool fans when it comes to putting everything into it. Yeah. And and that's what he's doing. He's just great. Listen, first off, you got everybody's not great. Niggas is good, but they are not great. I get tired of hearing this. Mm-hmm. I don't consider someone a Hall of Famer if he's never been to the finals or never played in the Game 7 or never actually been on top of the hill. Mm-hmm. That's just my own two cents. And that's what he looks like. He looks like he's he's just doing enough. Can you imagine if he was all out? If he was just going through the road, man, we, he wouldn't even be on Well, the, the game after they called him out, he had 38. That's what I'm uh-huh. trying to tell you. So now got you got to right. get in his ass like this for him. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. I'm, yeah. You're the best player on our team. Yeah. Come on, yeah. man. That's unacceptable. But well, then again, the best all- thing with him when you're going against him is when he's 25 feet from the basket. You're like, this is great. Please stay out there. Listen, yeah. We have nobody who can defend you. The worst thing can happen for him is that he hits two of them. Not one of them. Right. Two <laughs> yeah. of them. You know why? Because oh, now he's going to keep on yeah, shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you're saying? Sure. Thank you, boy. And then you know what you do? Oh, no. Gotcha. Oh, he made it. And the coach over there says, oh, my God, thank you. Uh-huh. Oh my God, I'm glad he made it. Because now uh-huh. you don't have to double team and triple team. You have none of that. Gotcha. And, that and that's his power. He has to understand that he is the most dominant player in our league physically and play like that. I don't know if it's going to happen. Listen, you think Shaq would have let any center off the hook? Yeah, yeah. No. You know it's yeah, bad when yeah. Shaq and Barkley are going at you it's for not taking basketball seriously. Because right, Barkley right. was out of shape for half his career. Right, right. And Shaq really only went hard one season. From beginning to end, I can't I mean, say that. that. See, you see, see. This is what I have a problem with. This is the me. This he is banged, me. Media guys. This is what yeah. I have problems with, with 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 people that sit in that seat. Yeah, because you, you didn't play against Shaq, 
And and what you think he was out of shape for, actually, yeah. Phil gave him a formula to yeah. build up to uh-huh. be, because what you a have to do. A formula? What are you talking about? Listen to this formula. Okay. I'm giving you something here. Yeah, You're I'm learn something today. <laughs> Phil Jackson gave Shaq a formula because he was wearing down in the playoffs, and he wanted him to build up, and we call it build up to get beat down. So uh-huh. that when you lift weights, this is why Michael Jordan started lifting weights. Because uh-huh. the physical aspects of the game is so bearing that mm-hmm. you're getting your ass kicked every night, getting hit, and you gotta, uh, and you have to lift. Yeah. You alleviate that uh, when you take the, the hand checking rule out, the freedom of movement. When you come down the lane, I actually have to let you come down the lane. I can't, I can't prohibit you, I can't put my chest on you. Yeah. Oh, you can't play basketball like that. That's all not right. even possible. All right. I'm saying all this to say that Shaq took the formula to build up. Cole was like, you need to be in better shape because we're in the West. And he was like, no, I'm going to make these centers pay when they come down here. Right. And I'm going to be bigger than everybody. Yeah. When you're a commentator, you're sitting there, he's not running faster than all the candy or he's not running faster than the next center. That ain't Shaq's power. Shaq's right. power is brute strength. Once he got to Lakers, he was on some Superman, oh, Iron man. man, putting everybody in the basket. And that was all predicated off of Phil, telling him to build himself up so that you're wow. stronger coming down the playoffs. So you learned something here. What about <laughs> him being out of shape or none of that? Yeah, there was a couple he, years he was out of he, shape. He looked out of shape. Kobe would get mad about it. He looked out of shape. He looked out of shape. He still averaged 25, 12 or oh, something man. else. Get the fuck out of he here. Was, it's not out of shape. They had to, when you're out of shape, bro, you're not scoring 25 a night. Get your yeah. ass out of here. Who y'all talking to? <laughs> I know out of shape. Yeah. Out of shape is barely coming in this room on the steps. Whoo, God. Yeah, oh, was... Go ahead, give me a second. That's out of shape. <laughs> out of shape is not 25 and 12. So why yeah, do you think yeah. Kobe was always mad that he wasn't in better shape? Because Kobe is top of the level to the point where you don't, you got to do it like how I'm doing it. Right. I'm in super shape. And this is what Michael Jordan brought to our generation. Before Michael Jordan, players would come in training camp, out of shape, pulling shit, right. snapping shit, arm hurt, <laughs> just, just, just out of shape. Uh-huh. Michael Jordan come in here, weight, stretching. Man. Then they start implementing stretching, start implementing all these other things to better the body. And right. then now our generation came in shape. When you came in day one, you was already in shape. You was always in high rhythm. Yeah. And the coach, they have to stop. And when they have to do extra running. Right, right. But still, you have these old school. Uh, what about Rodman when you, oh, after man, the listen, game? Listen, uh, this is funny. I, I like to shout Rodman out. Shout to the worm. Let's take a break to talk about Square. They make that little white credit card reader that lets anyone take credit cards, including Kyle's barber, Fernando. What a guy he is. Running and growing a business takes so much more than just payments, which is why Square has so many more tools that can help. Point of sale software for restaurants and retail businesses. Online appointment scheduling for salons and yoga studios like Armina, who who is treated with the task of cutting my hair. Yeah, she uses Square too. Easy to build websites to help you sell online. Invoices you can send from your phone. Full service payroll for all your employees and contractors. Email tools so you can send marketing campaigns to customers. Free sales analytics to make sense of your numbers. Their payments are the best in business. No long-term contracts or weird freeze. Get your money fast, even instantly. All these tools in one place, they work together. Whether you're an online retailer, a restaurant owner, a skydiving teacher, Fernando the Barber, whatever, Square has tools that can help you no matter what size or stage of business you're at. See all the ways Square can take your business from square one to whatever's next at square.com slash go slash BS. Meanwhile, let's talk about Zoom really quickly. Every day is a little bit better with Zoom. Zoom video communications with the web's best reviewed video conference service is used by millions to meet one-on-one or hundreds of a time. 
Zoom video conferencing lets you connect face-to-face with anyone. Cross town, cross the world, wherever. Flawless video, crystal clear audio, instant sharing of files, video, documents, spreadsheets, anything. Collaborate in real time. Connect through any device, desktop, laptop, tablet, smartphone, conference room system. Uh, with Zoom video conferencing, Zoom rooms, Zoom video webinars, Zoom phone, that state-of-the-art tech at your fingertips, in your office, your car, the airport, wherever, lets you do business at the speed of Zoom. And if you're not using Zoom video communications, I have one question. Why the hell not? What's wrong with you? Visit Zoom online and set up a free account today. Try the most affordable and most reliable video communication solution on the market. Meet happy with Zoom. I started doing this after I saw this. We played, um, <laughs> we, we played um, Chicago in Minnesota. And um, he had just kicked the uh, the cameraman. Oh, yeah. He Ten game suspension. Him, kicked him, right? Uh-huh. After the game, we go into a double overtime. We beat the Bulls. We 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 partying like it's 1999. We uh-huh. couldn't tell us nothing. I'm done to uh-huh. give myself space to just be like, holy shit, we just beat the Bulls. I need a second. So I come to the weight room. I am done. Sitting there, I just played probably 54 minutes. I'm like, God damn, that was crazy. <laughs> Boom, the door busts in. The little short, fat guy who you see in all the Bulls, the equipment guy. I'm going yeah. with, you know who I'm talking about. The yeah. little fat one who carries Jordan's right. balls like this and just walks around, right? <laughs> Worm comes in. Come back, boots up to his knees. Right. Takes his shirt off, throws it, jumps on the treadmill. The incline goes up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching this motherfucker run on 23 miles an hour with combat boots on an incline level of 12. I'm like, I said, damn, do I say, I got my fuck this. Word, what you doing, Word? Oh, young fella, what's up, young fella? Good game tonight, baby. Good game tonight. Keep working, young fella. You, you, you look at, he's running. That's crazy. He's running, talking to me like it was nothing. <laughs> right, that's I'm in crazy, awe. man. Not in awe a lot. I'm in awe. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah. at him. I'm like, oh, okay, this is a that's secret. A, that's I'm a good getting one. a secret here. He's doing this. He does this for three minutes. He gets off. God tells him he has 15 minutes to take a shower, blah, blah, blah. And I said, what you doing? He says, man, I got this young kid, Jason Williams, up in Jersey tomorrow. Tell me he's going to out-rebound me. Can't I rebound the world? He starts talking in third person. I said, but what is this? Oh, young fella, after uh, back to backs, you got to get a little, you got to get a little uh, lift in. It'll help you on the back to backs and save you. Thanks, Worm. I appreciate that, man. I saw that for myself. I started doing it. Uh I wouldn't go super hard, but I'd do a set and it'll help my second night. Because what you don't know is that when you play back to backs, you're in rhythm for the second night and you have a better night. Uh Really? Absolutely. Because you're in rhythm from the first. Think about that. I played. I played uh, t- last night. I played tonight, and then I got another game. You should mm. be in rhythm. Mm-hmm. You shot last night. You played 25, 30 something minutes, forty minutes. You should be in rhythm. Your right? body doesn't stiffen up at all. No, because we're stretching so much. You're drinking. Hot, we're hydrating. You have on tights on the plane. It's so much other stuff uh-huh. run this through your body that you're taught. You're a machine. I am right. a real machine. So what happens when you're on a team with somebody who you know is out till seven in the morning every night, and you need to win a title with that person? Uh, individually, you Kenny Stabler. You, you keep everybody accountable <laughs> and you say, hey, look, this is what we're doing as a group. No one's going out, staying out this late and everybody's coming in. If you're the one that is, you know, obviously steps out of it, then we handle you accordingly to our team. And they right. keep, and we keep that in, within the, the rims of the locker room. You would right. never hear about it. Right. And that's one thing we did in Boston. We policed ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We were telling the owners and doctors to get out of here. We handle our own. We would, have our, we would handle 
our own situations in there, right. and that's why we was a close. So when brother. you saw the, the stuff with the Warriors last year, when it was clear Durant had one foot out the door, and then him and Draymond get into it, a game that I went to, oh, yeah. and they're just, you can feel they're splintering, and a lot of it has to do with the fact they don't think he's going to be there after this year. How no, do you handle that situation? Not only that, but the buildup of that. That buildup, that was a buildup that popped at the end of the day. That was like shaking up this and then opening it up and then going like this. Right. That was already coming to its head and it popped. That so it was going to pop either that game or another now game. Listen, the first happening. thing you have to do with each other, you have to be real with each other. We're going in the foxhole together. We're going out here battling every night. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what? how much time we're around each other? I'm around, I'm around the players on the team more than I'm around my own family. So, you know, you learn to learn each other. So, you know, if you're... A lot of conversations coming out of that, a lot of personal conversations coming out of that. So for, for for that to be right there, that means he was giving that off. He was giving that off. And it never got tweaked and it never got nipped in the bud. No one ever spoke on that. And now shit, no, nah, man, shut that door. What was you saying? Uh -huh. What you talking about? <laughs> Hold on, man. What? And then and it was whatever. Uh -huh. and, then, and you know what? We're not having fights in our locker room. We're not broke it up and I'm not hugged after yeah, it. We're not sure. kept it moving. Yeah. But you got to have a mature group that understands the vision and then leaders that's going to push everybody towards that. See, my fear is there's going to be no great basketball teams anymore, that these guys are going to be on the same team for two, three years. And then it's, yeah. And then you just went on. to your next thing. Like even the Celtics commemorated in this movie, that yeah. was the fifth year yes. you were there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And by that point, the first year you showed up, and I, I think a lot of the Celtic fans feel that we love the team. But everybody was new. It was like it was like a fantasy team that all of a sudden was wearing it was Celtics fresh. uniforms. Yeah. It was fresh. Fresh air. Y'all yeah. yeah. was yeah. coming off the bags. Yeah. Right. On your head. We went to Rome. Right. Didn't nobody know. We went and curated ourselves. We made yeah. ourselves this thing. And then wow. Doc saw this product. Man. Said, Watch it. I'm going to drop this right. Watch this. Boom. Just how we, we got back to Boston and practice. And people started seeing us. We played, the, we played the Wizards the first night. I'll never forget this. My huh. first shot hit so much backboard. And I was like. Right. Sure, man. It's yeah, terrifying. so like. Yeah. Yeah. But by year five, we was everybody, locked yeah, it's everybody's, there's relationships and, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think part of basketball is the connections people have and the adversity you go through and you're in sure. a situation where it's like you and Rondo play together five straight years. Mm -hmm. And right. at some point that becomes an advantage, especially yeah, in a absolutely. tight game on the road. I just wonder if that's going to go. Does it, do, now when you, when you guys now. went to the Nets together, does it, do you, can you become uh, a family like like? Can you believe in the Nets? Can you believe in what a new team like that? Well, is? one yeah. of the things we learned when we came to Brooklyn, mm. Paul and I, is that the curation that we started and that we the 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 culture we started in, and we took from Doc and mm. we brought to Brooklyn, everybody didn't adopt that, right. Yeah, uh, they're not Darren from Williams the same. was another guy. Brooke Lopez was a different guy. They was yeah. these was all different was guys. They haven't yeah. been to the dance. They didn't really cherish it. They was younger. Right. They still had time to play. Yeah, that's, so that's it was what like, it's like, yeah. You know, this is our last what three, four years in here. So we're trying to. And top of it, Jason Kidd, he understand. Jay mm, Kidd, yeah. it was new to it. Him and Lawrence had a bumping, and it was. Gotcha. It, it was it was hard to kind of understand the culture here. So we was trying to build a culture, and you can't build culture with one leg in here, one foot in it. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you got to be two feet in. You got to be with it. And I can say that they didn't understand that. They didn't understand being, being all in. Joe Joe Johnson understood. A couple guys understood it, but not as a whole, not in. Understand you had it. that your last Saturday in the live season, mm. where, where you had like a bunch of new people, and it was just these different yeah, kind of right, camps, and right. it just the cast never yeah. gelled, right? Right. You know, I gotta be honest. I never. 
a hundred percent felt like we weren't gelling. I I I, I like that. I felt like a, a team too. But yeah, really? it's different. Different because uh, that was like the famous too, cast that there was like twenty of us or something. in the New York right. magazine was writing that wrote right, a hit piece about us. it. Yeah, yeah, that was unbelievable. But I, I'll tell you what though, when we first got on the show when we were young, and Dennis Miller and mm. Dana and Phil Hartman and those guys were and uh, the entrenched stars. They right. were they were the ones. It, we, I loved being young. That was the culture. That, yeah. that was just that was like learning, let's right? let them let's let them be. Of course, they're the best. Let's just sit back and. Well, I was so happy then, being on uh, sitting the bench and just watching them. I there was no pressure. I love. I got that they were better mm. than us, and I just and it was a. And then all of a sudden, when we got older and we were the guys, that 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 is mm. just a whole other Remember feeling. Yeah. It's a ten, it's you're, you're you're tenser. You're more excited. Like things are going career wise better, but. It was a lot easier sitting back and watching the pros do it. And I always felt like SNL was like a basketball team because you yeah. basically the best possible cast is if you have nine. Mm, you right. want the older stars and the young guy. You want at least a couple of young guys coming up. So you're, young you're right. And then it's and, also and then you pass the torch and the guy gets hot too. All, all of a sudden mm. on the team and all of a sudden a guy who w wasn't starting is, uh, is starting. All of a sudden you're like, oh, what happened? Right. Schneider, Schneider's starting now. Mm. Schneider had that copy machine character. You know, making copies. And, right. Uh, and he was just like, he went from being one of us to like, he's on a starting five now. It's like, right. let's write for Rob. Let's write for him. We were all like, oh man, life just changed. Rob is wow. the man now. I remember that. That was cool. I remember, I told yeah. this story of the Safety Brothers. right there, bro. Holy snap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you did the Denise show, that was like when I was like, oh, yeah. he's going to be a star. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah that's cool. You yeah. tapped into something with that, and I was like, oh, something's yeah. going on here. That I did a show about a, uh, calling an old uh, girlfriend, a show about my old girlfriend. And Who she broke up, up with me. Mm. Right, and then the whole show was dedicated to her and me calling her and hanging up and stuff like that. It was. <laughs> and then you'd have a guest on, and and they would make small talk, and then you'd go, so have you heard from Denise? Yeah, right, right, right. And then right, that was the right. whole sketch. That was this guy, Steve Korn, wrote that for me. Oh, wow. And uh, that, was, that was, that was, I knew something cool was happening with that, too, because Saturday Night Live, Lorne Michaels always used to say, try to do a skit where you're looking to camera. Right. And then America kind of looks at you a little like, oh, that's that guy. When you're oh, doing a skit in a costume and you blah, 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 and you're being funny, they don't really know who you are as well as. That's why a lot of guys who used to say become famous off Weekend Update. You're just looking right down the pipe. Oh. You're talking to America. That's how Eddie Murphy started. started. Right. Oh, yeah. And like, this, you, this even is the week. Eddie's back. Eddie's yeah. never back, thought man. I was going to have you been that? I got to yeah. check that. That's going to be big. Holy snap. I mean, yeah. the biggest moment last year was you came back. That yeah. felt good. I think this is a, a little cooler, but my, yeah, I, that was the best last year. I loved your, it. Your go boy Spade, go. I go thought he go. ruined it for life. He'd never come back after that. Uh, no, I'll tell you. Uh, mm. I, 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 the best was when I finished last year, uh, I did the hosted on uh, Sunday. Eddie, Eddie, I talked to Eddie on the phone and he talked to me immediately like, how was it? You know, he was. Oh, you could tell he wanted to do it. But yeah, uh, he he was thinking about doing it, Ooh. and he's like, "What was the week like? What did it feel like?" And I said, "Yeah, you're in and out of nervousness and blah blah blah, Ooh. but once you're there and you're riding the the, the hour yeah, and a half yeah, of the show, yeah. it is it is the the feeling you want." Is I'm, it like? Is it one of those things where it's like a bike? And you get back, cause you it, know, it can be, I guess. It's like, you know, you remember the first part. So coming through here and then now yeah. you come back and now it's all this time has passed. You're more polished. You have a lot more confidence. I, I, I didn't have confidence during the week. I felt like everyone else in the cast. It's like going back 
and mm. seeing the new new guys play ball, you're just like, oh, they're doing something different now. Oh, you get a little right, intimidated. Right, oh, interesting. Right, right. I was a little like, oh man, these guys are a family. Did you feel like the speed was faster? Ooh. I felt like they were just more uh, used to just being um, together and and relaxed, mm. and they weren't looking at the cue cards so much. They were kind of like right to each right, other, right, being right. funny, and if they they were just looser, and I was like. I put some weird pressure on myself, I'm sure. So well, you're I, doing the Farley song too. I mean, right. there's so much emotional weight with I that. I guess that that yeah, mm. that was that was emotional for sure. But just trying to be funny and being around guys who are being funny every week, mm. I, I guess I got nervous. And then by Thursday, so it's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, That's I started getting there. tight with the guys and and mm. the, and the men and women in the cast, and we started becoming Synergy. friendly, and that calmed me down. And then I was like, let's. Let's just enjoy this instead of being a crazy person and being putting pressure on myself. Mm. And then it was fun. Could KG have hosted? KG be great as Hell host. no. I'm you don't want to do that. I'm too nervous. I'm not necessarily too nervous. nervous. What are you talking about? Nervous is not a good word. <laughs> Anxious. I'm mean, yeah. too much adrenaline. Like tonight, yo, we we did Kimmel Man, and yeah. I was I was in the back, and I was trying to talk to Ginger and right. like, kill yeah. the time, but I'm yeah, yeah screw your head up. Like, you Nothing worse than the moments cool before back. going I tried, out. I tried right. To be all Cool to take yeah. like a little. I was like, I couldn't even do this. Like, I, I I still feel the same with that. When I have do stand up gigs mm. and uh, they're about to bring me on, I, there's not a time I go, oh, let's go. I'm always just like, why did I do this, man? Right. Why am I doing this right. right now? I'm so scared. Then stepping out and walking out, and you're like, just calm down, man. What the, what the hell are you doing to yourself? Well, we have to go because you're going to the Clipper game. Right. This All is right. awesome. Though. This movie's really good. Thanks, you guys buddy. should be proud of it. it nice job. Thank, Thank you, man. Nice job, Kevin. Thank you. Now you have <laughs> a SAG card. <laughs> yeah, I guess I do. You gotta, huh? You're paying dues for the rest of your life now. So I got you. So I'll good. handle that yeah. for you. Let me this is a really good movie. I would <laughs> highly recommend it. Congratulations. Thanks, Thank you, Thanks for being so nice about it, too. All right, thanks to State Farm. Don't forget about the rewatchables, Godfather Part 2, and don't forget about Book of Basketball 2.0, the game of the year. We tackled that one. What do you think it was? Well, you'll have to find out. Uh, thanks to Simply Safe, my choice for home security, comprehensive professional home security at fair price. Right now, it's the best time of the year to get a Simply Safe security system. My listeners get a free security camera plus a huge discount on your security system. SimplySafe.com slash BS gets you all of that. Plus Simply Safe's holiday savings. It's a limited time offer ending soon. Visit SimplySafe.com slash BS. Simply Safe with two eyes. And thanks to Square, more than a little white credit card reader. It's a whole system of tools built to run and grow any kind of business from point of sale and payroll to invoices and online stores. Go to square.com slash go slash BS to see all the ways you can take your business from square one to whatever's next. See you on here on Thursday. <laughs>